Previously on Bad Watch. We watched Insatiable. The whole show is one of the strangest things I have ever witnessed. In real life or on television. (laughs) Fatty Patty is sitting on the curb outside the convenience store eating an enormous candy bar when she is approached by a boozy homeless man. And then he's like, oh, you're going to eat the rest of that? I mean, you don't need it, fatty. And she punches him (laughs) in the face. He gets a phone call from Patty as he has this revolver up to his head. She's like, forget my mom. I want to be a beauty queen and get revenge on everybody. He's like, oh, hell yeah, girl. And that's how the episode ends. Thank God. Hey, everyone. This week, we watched Insatiable again. Our very first double dip. Didn't get new chips. It's dirty, full-throated. Party foul, I think, as they say. <laughs> uh, he's Andy. That guy's Evan. And this is Bad Watch, a podcast where we watch the shit out of shit. And sometimes the shit is so shit, we go take another shit. Oh. I don't. It doesn't quite work. It doesn't quite work. But we revisited one of my favorite ever Bad Watches, a little show on Netflix that was miraculously renewed for a second season yeah. called Insatiable. Yeah. About it was worth it. Fatty Patty, the two lawyers named Bob, uh-huh. the Bobs, the semi-charmed kind of wife, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a boy named Brick, which feels like oh. an indie film that was scrapped in favor of Insatiable. <laughs> oh, but Brick is so good. It's on my good watches. <laughs> a boy named Brick. <laughs> Sad. So part of the reason we included some choice clips from our previous Insatiable viewing is because season two does not give you the benefit of a season one recap. It's a bold move from Netflix. And it is especially bold because season two starts immediately in the aftermath of a double homicide. Yeah. It's it's and it's bonkers. Like we we can't. We, it comes out swinging, and I have no idea what's happening. And I was just like, "What?" <laughs> you know, because we don't watch any of the other intervening episodes. We did season one episode nope. one and season two episode. As one. long as Insatiable is putting out new seasons, we will continue to watch their season premieres. That is our <laughs> promise to you, listeners, because I really enjoyed this very much. God, oh, this, it was a train wreck. So there are these two people named Christian, who it turns out was Patty's erstwhile or current boyfriend. I couldn't yeah. tell. They also, they were he, nonspecific. It's, yes. real, it's a real shame. But at some point <laughs> he had been dating Patty and he is now deceased and in the back of Lawyer Bob's car. Well, there's two lawyers named good, Bob. Good Lawyer Bob. Our, is, our Lawyer Bob. Our, our Lawyer Bob. Who apparently, but apparently both of them, we're now rooting for both of them. Because there's apparently a menage a trois. Well, both of them apparently came out of the closet in season one. Yes. Which, when we first watched, I was like, I think he's gay? Yeah. He's coded, certainly is very gay. Yes. And then it's like, ah, yes, the prophecy (laughs) has come true. It just makes me so sad that we we didn't do our predictions last episode. (laughs) I know. That was one thing. Yeah, we didn't. And because we would have crushed it. (laughs) But um, you know what? We would not have seen a double murder coming into season two. No. Oh, my God. Despite the fact that in season one, she does almost murder a man by burning down his hotel room. So, yeah, I rem- Oh, I remember that now. So we really shouldn't be that surprised yeah, by the no, double she murder. She started out very strong. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Fatty Patty, who's still skinny. Patty and Good Bob are talking and they're pushing a car into the lake and yes. i was really unclear whose car this was so sort of, or not- why they were pushing into the lake because 
the rest of the episode, they're driving around in what I think is the I, same car. I think so. I was so. very so, so did they like actually call a tow truck because that thing was in the water. They, I they, it was. I don't know. They push they it. They push it into a lake, they, and, and it goes like three quarters in, and they're like, "This is." And Bob's like, "This is the worst day ever." And I'm like, "This is pretty funny." I don't know if whose car that was or why it matters, but they're standing there looking at this partially submerged car, uh-huh. and. She's telling Bob about the double murders because Christian is definitely dead. Yes. The drug dealer slash boyfriend. Yes. He's for sure dead. He was in the the trunk. Yes, he was in the car. And there was another woman who was believed to be dead by the name of Stella Rose. Yes. Who I don't remember from season one. Not at all. But apparently- You know, maybe they characters. So apparently (laughs) our hero, Patty, tried to kidnap a girl named Roxy- and Roxy, well, I guess Roxy's mom is Stella Rose, right? Oh, oh, yes. These connections, yes. I, I Stella didn't make it during the show because later, <laughs> later during the pageant, because um, that's still a thing in season two. Uh, later during the pageant, Stella Rose says that her mom passed of anal cancer. Yes. When in fact her mom is still alive? That's what I thought. Question mark? The, the one in the parking lot <laughs> trying to get. I thought that was her. I, no, that's as they call her, Regina. Oh, wait, yeah. 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 No, because Regina's daughter was the Asian American, and we had the discussion of did she adopt this child? That doesn't seem <laughs> doesn't seem like she has the necessary level of empathy for that to occur. <laughs> we'll get to Regina. Patty says how she was going to kidnap Stella Rose, but then Patty was kidnapped in the process of she, kidnapping Stella yeah, Rose. she was counter-kidnapped. It was a turducken of kidnappings. <laughs> and well, that, a turducken implies that she did succeed in kidnapping the first, and she did not. She did not, but she was dressed as a, a wiener. Well... A hot dog. Well, who isn't, really? I mean, that's... Also true. And <laughs> then she wakes up in the back of a... The wiener truck food truck? Yes. Yeah. Because there's a restaurant that we're going to spend some time discussing later called Wiener Taco <laughs> that also has a food truck, which if you have a brick and mortar, why do you also need a food truck? But anyway. They're um, trying to expand their territory. It appears to be the fashion, only sir. restaurant in this Georgia town. So, <laughs> Well, there's the burger place. That is true. What does they call it? First degree burgers? First degree burgers. Yes. <laughs> I, I gotta give them props I like for that, that one. First degree burgers is good. <laughs> She's explaining how she wakes up in the back of the wiener truck and Stella Rose is like rigging up a hose from the exhaust into the back of the truck. And Patty gets out of her handcuffs by eating lots of wiener Twinkies or something. She crushes the cream and spreads it all over her hands and then she's able to slip out of the handcuffs. It's a... Yeah. And then she also gets into the front. She gets out, gets she, in, goes around. She gets out, into the front evades seat. Stella Rhodes, Rose's detection. Who didn't notice, yeah. And then, <laughs> like, no movement, whatever. It's and fine. then she gets into the driver's seat. Starts the vehicle up. Which uh, has the keys in the ignition, presumably. Of course. And then she backs over Stella Rose. And then rolls forward. And also, over. Uh-huh. she meant to go forwards, apparently. So then she does go forwards and hits her again. Yeah, Stella she's Rose. like, I, I drove over Stella Rose twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah. She and lawyer Bob get back in their partially wet car and they drive but they didn't show any I was so confused by it that it was, was very like, strange are you, so I was, I was like, like do they find another car but it looks totally, I could not the, tell I'm pretty sure it was the same car yeah, it must be because like, yeah they decide was, apparently when they were pushing the car into the lake Bob was unaware that Stella Rose was also dead 
Yes. Because he says something like, how could this get any worse? And Patty is like, well, actually, this is only half of our problem. <laughs> by, the, uh, by the other way, I did done did another murder. <laughs> murder I done did. <laughs> then uh, they're driving around. They go to where they uh, she escaped from the wiener taco truck. Yeah. But Stella Rose is not there. So Stella Rose is alive, presumably injured, and presumably dangerous well, and so angry. This was like my favorite line of, the sh- of this episode. <laughs> there were so many lines that well, I wrote they, well, down. This, I really enjoyed this so much, though, because she's like, well, we also need to make sure that we don't have any hair fibers, uh, hair or fibers. Yeah, we need like to that. get somehow get Stella Rose's fingerprints on the crowbar. Yeah, like that, that killed Christian. And, yes. and so w- without us give, leaving any hair fibers, fibers or hair and he's like how do you know that she's like Grammy made me watch all eight seasons of Dexter and he goes that explains a lot and uh, <laughs> he like says and then he says what would Dexter Morgan do <laughs> and cut to the two of them mummified in saran wrap <laughs> returning to the scene of wiener taco truck but Stella Rose is not present yeah it's great it's very fun <laughs> Then they are still driving around with Christian still in the back of their partially wet car. And now the trunk stops, like, the, closing, too. Okay. Yeah, the... Tr- well, it was partially submerged. Maybe <laughs> some water got in there. And the seal <laughs> The engine won't... works okay, but the, the, the uh, trunk, which was who, not wet at all, we can say. is damaged. Uh, I don't... I honestly don't know. <laughs> but they... Patty is wants to go on a food binge, so they get some first-degree burgers. Uh-huh. And who is in the parking lot but disgraced pageant mom regina as they call her even though it's spelled regina Uh she is wearing a purple evening gown or cocktail dress like very revealing and she is standing in the drive-through line at this burger place with holding up a piece of cardboard that says hot homeless and single i think yes and like and like it was like don't give cash i take venmo it's yeah like, oh, I, she has her venmo like, handle what? at the bottom that's right it's so ridiculous and she see she recognizes lawyer bob's car i recognize that car it's all leased and shitty he pushes he makes patty get down so she doesn't see patty in his car because again everyone thinks this man is not only well apparently they a lot of people know he is gay, but they still think he molested women or something. Yep, that yep. remains unclear. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> but Patty is hiding. He gets out to talk to Regina, Regina, because he hears she the is. hood pop as he because the the trunk is mysteriously opening. Yeah, and I was like, is Christian also still alive? <laughs> no, he is not, no, dear listener. He's he is dead. quite dead. Full show. But they, he and Regina have some verbal sparring. He takes one of Patty's half-eaten hamburgers and he throws it at her. Oh, this this was one of the lines I wrote down because it hits her in the chest. And she goes, oh, that's my good tit. <laughs> and then you drive away. And like this, uh, this show, this show is like the absurdist. I, like, I enjoyed this. And then the issue that comes with, for me with this show mostly is like, like they're just going wackiness, and then they try and hit this note of like, now let's talk about your uh, food problems and therapy, and it's like what? I, like yeah, they, it's they do. Between these two, they do. The tone has some radical shifts. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, like, and it was like the middle, middle third, basically. They're like, hey, let's now we're gonna talk about real stuff, and I was like, this hat, just yeah, stick with what it's... was sort of fun, and now. <laughs> but then we cut to. The other lawyer named Bob, the man who whose natural state is to be shirtless yes. at all possible times. And as it turns out, season one ended with both Bob's and good Bob's wife, Coralie, mm-hmm. having a threesome. Mm-hmm. And good Bob wanted them to become a thruple. Yep. 
Um, and, and both the, of them were lawyer, like, the shirtless Bob and Cora Lee were like, no, you have to choose in, but they a were little, still all having sex. They were <laughs> still having a menage a trois, if you will. And I really hope someone made the joke at some point. It's Bobby's choice. <laughs> I um, hate you. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it seems like shirtless Bob is very drunk, but then sobers up very quickly. Yeah. It's really weird. But he says to Cora Lee, I'm sorry I made you feel so stupid. I'm sorry I made you feel like a whore. And she says, who said I feel like a whore? And he says, didn't, didn't you? <laughs> oh, no, I just made it worse. And, and then uh, she spills wine, or she knocks him as he's walking away. Yes. It spills wine on his shirt. And then he did. So he's like, you did that on purpose. And then he takes, he rips his shirt off all the buttons. You can hear them. Pating, pating, pating. The man does take good care of himself. And she's like, no, that never gets old. And I was like, so, it is so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I wrote down still shirtless after all these years, <laughs> but gay. Mm-hmm. And they start making out because mm-hmm. they were having sex the previous evening with another man involved. Yeah. But then Shirtless Bob is having second thoughts. And he <laughs> he's says, like, I'm a man of rules. <laughs> yeah, he's a man of rules. And he says, now that I'm a out o- out openly gay man, there are things I can't do. And I wrote them down because they were <laughs> immensely entertaining. And I like to think that yeah. this list goes in order of priority. So the <laughs> yes. first one is... Gay men can't wear pleated pants. Yep. They can't listen to the eagles, <laughs> yeah. and they can't have sex with women. Well, there, and there's a pause between eagles and sex with women. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't can't listen to eagles, and Coralie's face goes. Huh? I would I would love it if like Jeff Bridges, uh, or is it Jeff Bridges or Jeff Daniels? Who played Big Lebowski? Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Jeff Bridges walks on screen, and he's like, checks out, fucking eagles, man, and then just disappears. <laughs> Um, Can you reprise your role of the dude for like yeah, just like five just seconds? For a five. Netflix show no one really Netflix, likes. Like five seconds, I need it out. <laughs> but uh, then she's like, "Well, you are all up in these," and she's like trying to get him in her chest. And he's like, "Well, who wouldn't be?" In yeah, it? something just, like that. And then she's like, "Well, maybe you're bi." And he's like, "No." <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like, "No, I am. I am gay for sure." But but yes. I did like titties earlier like and then so and then she says oh, well i did always want a gay bestie and he says and you <laughs> married him speaking of good bob yeah and, and then she's like don't be a bitch yeah don't so, don't bring that up like this was, it was so much fun like that, those little bit the craziness though it's a yes. ton of fun it's yes. a ton of fun this part of the episode was very fun <laughs> then cut back to fatty patty and good bob they are trying to figure out what to do with Christian's body now that they don't know where Stella Rose is, but presumably she's still alive and still wants to kill Patty yeah. via <laughs> faked suicide. Then I have a legit question for rural Americans. <laughs> what am I supposed to do if I need to get rid of a body and 30 to 40, <laughs> 30 to 50 feral pigs come into my yard <laughs> while I'm sitting there debating how to get rid of a body? <laughs> oh, wait, I know. I'll feed the body to Problem. the feral pigs. Don't worry about it, guys. Problem solved. They'll take care of each other. Yes. And honestly, that was um, topical for Insatiable. <laughs> yes. 
because feral pigs, they are a real problem and they really do eat anything. <laughs> and they eat the body of the dead drug dealer. Boyfriend. Well, what happens is they, they see pigs. Um, oh, yeah, they're driving. Yeah, they're driving and, and, and Patty goes pig. And Bob is like, that's unkind. There's no need for name calling Miss <laughs> And she's Patty. like, no, no, pig. And so they swerve and then they realize the trunk is now up and they don't know where he went, where Christian went. And back on the road, the pigs are like, ooh, sweet dinner. <laughs> Yeah, and then they they sit in the car and watch as the pigs then, utterly consume yeah, the everything. corpse of Christian. Clothes, shoes, all of it. <laughs> uh, and then and then the, we we get treated to Patty's like internal monologue. Where, so th- this is where they start to toe the weird, funky line of like, let's discuss eating disorder. She's like, I feel terrible right now, but all I want to, I see these pigs, I should just want to. Yes, she. But all I want to do is eat, and it was just like. If you have an eating disorder, you definitely need assistance. Watching this show isn't the solution to your problem. So it was like, who are you talking? Like, who are you talking to? Like, what are you trying yeah. to solve with this episode? There, Patty is. We're led to believe that Patty is envious of these feral pigs because they are eating the body of a deceased drug dealer, <laughs> which really ridiculous. is very, very strange. And then at one point, Good Bob says, "Shit, I am so bad at this," <laughs> because he's like bad at. Planning murder, like, <laughs> planning <laughs> and, from a murder. <laughs> then, so sexy Bob apparently he's the illegitimate father of Roxy, who because he had an affair with Stella Rose at some point mm-hmm. in the past. Stella Rose is now Roxy's pageant coach, and Roxy is like tearing shit up she's won the buckaroo something pageant yeah that was ridiculous backhoe buckers or it's really Bare ba- it was bareback buckaroo and bareback I, buckaroo. they said that and i said what <laughs> i was like is this a is it like a a weird anti-condom organization <laughs> that she is sponsored by it was really i bet weird. it's like a rodeo thing that's gotta be what it, it is i i mean i'm sure that's the only logical thing otherwise if yeah. any other <clears throat> venue thought is horrifying so it has to be that <laughs> then shirtless bob realizes that his legitimate daughter magnolia mm-hmm. is missing and also right. apparently in season one she was using drugs and yeah. Did uh, not see that Christian coming. was her drug dealer. And so he decides to track down his daughter by calling the drug dealer. Huh. <laughs> and conveniently, Christian's phone is still in the back of the Jeep. Yes. <laughs> or in the back of Good Bob's car. Big Good Bob's damp car. <laughs> Good Bob's wet car. <laughs> Good Bob, wet car. <laughs> and Patty decides to take Christian's phone. And if anyone contacts him, she will pose as Christian I guess to help cover up yeah. his death. I, well, because he's run away before. Like she has this whole reasoning that makes yeah. like makes like plausible sense. And yeah. Good Bob is like, "You, that's smart." And it's making me like he's like yeah. that's making me nervous. I like, actually <laughs> was really waiting for the the farcical elements to come in where she's trying to text people on two different on two different and phones forget. and she gets confused <laughs> about who she's supposed to be on which phone. <laughs> Just be like new phone who gets. <laughs> But that didn't happen, sadly. Then he's like, you need to, Miss Patty, you need to go get ready for the regionals choreography. Because, of course, they're up all night and then she has a pageant the next day. Still looks great. A plus. And in season one, she did win the Miss Baby Jesus pageant. Yeah, I had forgotten that. And they said that and I was like, wow, man. And we tried to remember during, because I listened to, to see if we did predictions, I listened to part of our previous Insatiable episode. And we called it the Spring Baby Jesus Pageant. So we were, like, really close. (laughs) 
So I do think we would have crushed it with our hypothetical <laughs> predictions. So oh, she shows up for regionals choreography. One of the other pageant girls is bitchy because it's a pageant show. Yeah, everyone's supposed to be me. Yeah. Cool. Then check, check. <laughs> cut to the Wiener Taco restaurant, which the sign out front is incredible because I, I paused the show you so paused? I could write this down. <laughs> in, I, and I quote, tastes like a wiener, goes down like a taco. No. And I'm so sad I missed it. So Nani is finally openly gay, yes, as I'm, is basically everyone on the show now. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> season one, a lot of people had a lot of development. Yeah. It was like they had all the writers from Glee working <laughs> on this show. <laughs> but uh, Nani is out, is no longer in love with Patty. She's dating a woman named but Dee. But she does still love Patty. As friends. But she's dating Dee. Yeah, but it, like, Dee was like, Dee was like, you love her. Like, she said that in that conversation. So I think she might... There's something... Like, she went to a book signing for Patty to get her the, this... Yeah, yeah, apparently executive producer Drew Barrymore has a book out. <laughs> oh, is that thing? That's who it was. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nani stood in line at the bookstore to get it autographed by Drew Barrymore to give to Patty. Mm-hmm. And our beloved boy, Brick, son of Good Bob and Coralie, he <gasps> dated Patty in season one... But she apparently dumped him for Christian. Yeah, I don't. And then he still has feelings for her. Pining for the Patty Fjords. Pining, <laughs> pining for Patty. And Nani says, "Here, give her this book signed by Drew Barrymore." And he's like, "But that's so thoughtful." And she's like, "I know. She'll think you're really thoughtful. Uh-huh. Like brick. Can you not be as dumb as a brick?" <laughs> And Because, uh, yeah, he's like, how do I get it, her back? And she's like, grand gesture. And I was, like, I was like, I was ready for some terrible stalking reference of, like, every other rom-com thing. But this is actually kind of a nice thing. So I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Then semi-charmed ex-wife here overhears the two lawyer bobs talking. And good lawyer Bob is saying how he realizes that shirtless Bob saw something in him that he didn't see in himself, presumably his homosexuality. <laughs> And Coralie overhears this, and now that Bobby has made his choice, Mm -hmm. she is done with him, but still wants to see shirtless Bob shirtless. Yeah. Because they're hanging out for the rest of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's she's not giving up her new gay best friend. No. She she is not giving up her gay best friend. After she just ditched her old gay best friend via divorce. Yes. (laughs) Then, to sort of work out his uh, troubles... Good Bob goes to a gym this called so um, ridiculous. Gym Aside, which- How do I keep missing the names of things? <laughs> honestly, dude, I don't know, because that was all I could pay attention to at a certain point. <laughs> this is amazing! Gym Aside, and he does- he admits- he gets his own little voiceover moment, uh-huh. uh, where yeah, like he admits this. that he does something very cliche, uh-huh. where the- if anyone's seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the boyfriend, who is the- crazy's ex in that show he's a very handsome asian american excellent dancer and singer he drops his towel dramatically and enters the steam room uh-huh. in the in jimicide's locker after, room after making a lot of eye contact yes and good bob is like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> it's and so straight like he's worried weird. about there's a double murder they think maybe part partially happened yes but and also 50, it's a 50 percent chance there's a double murder like it's 2019 gay men no longer have to limit themselves to weird steam 
room sex. Probably a lot of people know he's gay and don't care. Yeah, it was just, it, it, it was just such a, like, it was sort of funny because they were like, I don't, I'm going to be a cliche. I didn't yeah. really understand why that had to happen. It, it doesn't really, yeah. I mean, no. they, he got a text later about it, but I was like, is that going to play something, play off something later? I don't know. I really like that actor, so if maybe, maybe, maybe he keeps, he's a recurring character in this show. He becomes Good Bob's boyfriend or something, even though he's like half his age. But then we're at the pageant show. Patty's learning the routine. She talks to Roxy and tries to explain, like, what the fuck happened to your mom after she tried to kill me? And by the way, I, I ran over her, but don't keep that up a DL. She didn't, I mean, she didn't say <laughs> no, that. She, she conveniently leaves that part out. <laughs> yeah. And, and then Roxy she, yeah. is like, oh, I don't know. I haven't seen her. And then she, we find out later she texts her mom and says, Patty is here. Mm-hmm. Call me. If you don't, I'm going to call the police. And later. And we know that because Good Bob rifled through her yeah, purse and Good pulled Bob, out a, pulled out. It was like two them? things of brass knuckles. Yeah, brass knuckles. Like, <laughs> and then one was like much larger than the other. Like, yeah. Was, like, was, like, She's <laughs> holding her boyfriend's and her own. Yeah. It's his and hers set. Yeah. But he's looking through her back. He takes out her phone and he sees that Roxy has sent this text to Stella Rose and that there has been a red receipt for right. the message. Yeah. And but they still, no one has seen Stella Rose. And, and while they're at the pageant here, they keep cutting into uh, internal monologues from Patty where she's still talking about her food desires. And it's like, yes, it's so strange. Yes, because <laughs> she arrives to the pageant dressing room and there's a basket of pastries mm-hmm. there, which she promptly dives into. And then when Good Bob shows up later, she's like, it was half eaten when I got here. And as viewers, we know that no, yeah. definitely Bob, was not. And Bob suspects <laughs> that she's lying. A lot of pastries. <laughs> and it's after eating a ton of burgers or like three burgers. Yes. Like, it's just, yes. they keep focusing on it, but it's such a weird whipsaw between the absurdist stuff. It, it was, it was really this. jarring, but I will say to the show's credit, like the way that she talks about her relationship with food is, a very accurate depiction of addiction. It just yeah. belongs in a wildly different yes. show. Yes, the, wh- the whipsaw, <laughs> like the tone tone shifts. Oh, it was it's, so bizarre. It's, yeah, it, it, so bizarre. And the music ch- changed quite a bit too. They do mm-hmm. this sort of dramatic stuff, and I was just like, but mm-hmm. the whole other everything else is like so absurd. Like, yeah, it just feels like the very wrong vehicle for this. But you know. To give them a little bit of credit, I guess, they were doing this the first season, first episode, too, if I recall. I think I remember And them. it's still, they haven't still quite awkward. figured it out. <laughs> yeah. A season, yeah. they haven't nailed it, they, but it, it's like, I mean, no. I guess I guess it's okay if you keep trying, but it's I don't like it at all. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they can keep working on it. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please stop, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Shirtless Bob and Cora Lee are out looking for Magnolia, and they're at the Wiener Taco restaurant in the middle of the night apparently and the one person who works there says i haven't seen her but she's probably at that regional pageant show because everyone in town is there that's why you're the only two people in the one restaurant (laughs) or i guess also they could be at first degree burgers (laughs) and they're like oh why didn't we think of that and they drive off to the talent show so that was sort of a weird thing too like what what was the point of that scene like why didn't you just go i don't know i guess maybe you're supposed to get the idea that shirtless bob is letting himself go because he's eating wiener tacos. And he has shirts on. <laughs> and he is, he's clothed, yes. <laughs> Back at the talent show, one of the contestants, Roxy, it's Roxy actually. Yes. Yeah. Back in our previous episode, you may remember that Good Bob was holding a gala for, to benefit Kaka, 
or also known as the Center for Anal Cancer Awareness. God, I love this and so ridiculous. And the interview question this pageant uh, Roxy has to answer is, why are you the face of Kaka? I really, I was, I did not, I really didn't expect that joke to keep, like, walking. They, it, they <laughs> love that. that someone, someone in the writer's room at this program thinks Kaka is the funniest shit ever. <laughs> Like, forget Seinfeld, forget, you know, any other comedy touchstones. It's about Kaka, baby. And the delivery of the guy is like, why are you the face of Kaka? Like, I, like, yeah, I like to think they were like, no, let's cut. Um, Try it again, but be don't be winking when you say it. Like, perfectly serious. I want more gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and, she, and Roxy then says, well, my mom died of anal cancer and Patty has a internal monologue where she's like no she didn't <laughs> she just tried to kill me unless she like acquired it and died of anal cancer in the past 12 hours <laughs> patty gets a question about her relationship to food which she lies about then and she doesn't get the same applause that roxy did no definitely not and then she does get runner up at the pageant so second place in other words roxy wins mm-hmm. and then we find out that when Good Bob was confronting Patty about how much pastry she was eating, uh-huh. she's like, here, I'll throw the rest of it out. It's fine. She puts it in the garbage and then puts hand soap on it yep. to make it like unappetizing, I guess. And then we find out later she did, in fact, still eat the soapy pastry, yep. soapy trash pastry. And <laughs> <laughs> then uh, she's on stage uh, when they are announcing that she lost. She got second place to Roxy. She has to vomit, runs off stage, and then she sort of comes clean to her food addiction or about her food addiction to Good Bob. Which is, it's sort of like, why, like, how have they taken a whole season to nail that down for her? Her character, like, everyone else came out and, like, did all this stuff. Everyone else had so much personal growth. This is true. Yeah. (laughs) She's busy murdering, isn't she? She's up to. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. That's a really good question. But she's like, I'm nothing without this pageant. This was my one hope at redemption. And I was like, well, there are recovery programs that you could go to. <laughs> Bob but- had mentioned therapy earlier, yeah. and they had a you whole thing about someone. it. Yeah. It's, there are other choices, but fine. Pageants are it for you. Then someone screams, and you go. Ba- they walk backstage, and Roxy has been strangled, and her head is leaned back off of her chair so her mouth is facing towards the ceiling she's, she's now and, a face <laughs> and in her mouth is the stems of a dozen roses that she something. won i think from her yeah and she so she's been killed uh-huh. and i don't so, know if we were supposed to think that patty did it i, I didn't get that impression because no. it really seemed like patty was off stage somewhere puking yes and but then it's patty realizes oh if roxy's dead i'm now the winner yeah. because i was second place It'd be really exciting for her to. I guess we're now into predictions. Uh, it'd be really yes, exciting. we have to do predictions <laughs> yeah. this time. It'd be really exciting for her to now uh, have to deal with the thought because she's being hunted by the police for that murder only, as opposed to the other two 1.5 sort of that she participated in previously. Yeah, the, like the uh, other two, she avoided entirely. They are great. <laughs> the one and a half to two murders previously attempted in this series yeah wait so we never saw stella rose again though she just stella she rose is it's like a real waiting for godot situation <laughs> she, her pelvis is is, <laughs> is a it's like a bunch of crumb, breadcrumbs in her in her pelvis area and but she is making moves still <laughs> yeah her ribs are all broken but she's on the move yeah um, 
You, the only time we see her is there's a figure dressed in black trying to hook up a hose from the food truck exhaust into the truck. Yeah, something. Yeah. And that, but you never see her face, or and I don't think she was in the first episode. Yeah. So, so I, don't, I don't believe so. That's my good tit. So that's so that's my prediction. That's your prediction. My prediction. I think at some point the two Bobs they're going to realize that they thought they wanted to be pageant coaches, but what they really want is to be in a pageant themselves. And so they have a pageant for homosexual lawyers exclusively. And Kaka. And well, it benefits it Kaka. Benefits Kaka. <laughs> and Cora Lee is going to get in touch with her own maybe bisexuality <laughs> and start dating a woman who's like age inappropriate. Well, it was it was D D and Nani. Nani were both like very excited when they heard that there was a threesome involving her. Like, wait, was it yeah. three girls? Was it? <laughs> they were yeah. very excited. And she was like, no, two guys. <laughs> and D's like, damn it, because uh, yeah, it's semi charmed kind of ex wife. So I think that will happen. I think if anything. The body count will even will get even more absurd. Yeah, I mean they they're they're already very pleased to shove people shove people off. It's just pretty fun. You know what? It's gonna get to the point. Here's my here's my prediction for We're real. A new cast in season three. <laughs> it's gonna become an anthology series because at the end of season two, Patty realizes she has to kill Good Bob because he knows all of her secrets and he's tired of covering up her sadistic crimes. <laughs> that's that's it for sure. <sighs> Also, that actor I'm, is sure is desperate to get off this program. Betty's going to turn into a Terminator. <laughs> yeah. We'll go on a rampage. The season of three, also produced by James Cameron. It's, it's going to be season season two, Insatiable. Season three, Terminator, Dark Fate. Whatever <laughs> it is, Patty. <laughs> Good watch. All right, what do you got? Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to look at the thing to see what I wrote down. My Good Watch is, well, it's sort of multiple shows, but the one I'm recommending is specifically the United Kingdom version. It's a show streaming on Netflix called Criminal, and it's exclusive. It's a Netflix original, I guess is how they would phrase it. It's a really clever crime show where there's only one set in the, used in all of the episodes, and it's the interview room at a police station. And it's the same four or five police officers and the same one or two suspects they're interviewing. And the way it's done is it cuts back and forth between the actual interview and like the control room where they cops are observing the interview. And from just that sort of spare setup, they tell these really sort of amazing stories about why people commit the crimes they do or why how they get into these situations it's without any you know like csi bullshit or guns even um (laughs) it's it's really really interesting uh they have a there's a version for the uk which is really great david Tennant's a guest star who was the woman who played agent carter Haley atwell Haley atwell she's great in it and there's also I'm watching the the Spain series now. There's like three episodes in each of these. There's one for Germany as well, I think. Okay. But yeah, That's criminal. Really Check it out. It's really interesting. Okay. Uh my good watch is gonna be it's called Happy, with an exclamation at the end. It's about a man <laughs> uh, a strong man, a crazy man, and his daughter's imaginary friend and, and their journey together. And it is insane and absurd and ridiculous and a ton of fun. Uh, Patton Oswalt, as I said, he's the he's voicing the imaginary 
uh, friend, which is excellent. And the the dude is a cop. It's the guy from S- uh, SVU. Christopher Maloney. Yeah, he's sort of like a beast of a man to begin with. A beast of a man from Law and Order SVU and Wet Hot American Summer. He's he's great. He's this grizzled, angry cop, bitter man. It's it's a ton of fun. It's sort of I would say it's sort of like an absurdist noir thing because he's got a mystery to try and unravel, but he also has an imaginary friend, and he sort of is like a superhero. Almost, it's thoroughly ridiculous and a ton of fun. I enjoyed it. So that's Happy. Happy! <laughs> and that is on Netflix. Okay. I haven't watched it, but I know that it is available okay. on that service. I think that's where I saw it. So if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us all the stars and say nice things. And you can also support the podcast by going to patreon.com slash badwatch, where you can access our bonus content. We release bonus episodes once a month. And you can also let us know about some shows that you would like us to cover that maybe have missed our attention. Yeah, it's, it's, it'd be pretty great if we had a bunch of suggestions so I don't, we don't have to, like, generate content on our own. We just, you know, <laughs> follow. We would like to do as little as possible, <laughs> is what Andy's really trying so to say. If you and pay, I agree. If you pay us <clears throat> money and then tell us what to do, like, that sounds that sounds perfect for me. <laughs> Agreed. That's, that would be ideal. So uh, help us out. and uh, Help us. No, sorry. Help us help you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's Andy. That guy's Evan. And this is Bad Watch, the Baywatch of podcasts. He nailed it this time. Oh boy, I didn't even have to look at the outline. <laughs> I crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>